What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your host and coach, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, in the house. We got a really exciting announcement today. We're going to be making a little change. I know everyone loves change. Well, most people hate change, but this is a good change. We're going to rename it. This is going to be the first non-Mailbox Monday episode. This is going to be the first Motivation Monday episode. Someone texted me and they're like, I loved your Motivation Monday episode. I'm like, what am I doing? That's way better. You know, obviously the Mailbox Monday, the thinking was, you know, we're answering your questions out of the mailbox. Um, But I think Motivation Monday is way more fun because, you know, we come in here with quotes, we come in here with our thoughts, client shout out, as well as answering your questions. So random little thing, but it is going to be Motivation Monday. Another really funny thing, if you haven't been privy to it, if you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure to follow us at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And what's been absolutely amazing is so many people have been sharing the podcast with the hashtag saying, keep Kyle happy. Um, and if you don't get that inside joke, je- definitely go back. Which episode was it, Kyle? Thursday? Yeah, it was the last one. It was last Thursday. Thursday so yeah. Kyle will pull up the number, but go back and listen to it and you'll get a good laugh. And, you know, once again, it means the world when you share these episodes. Make sure to keep that hashtag alive. Hashtag keep Kyle happy. He's been so happy. He's been, you know, he's got like smile stretch marks already. He's walking around looking a little crazy, but, you know, we'll take that over having him uh, crying in his car. Episode 221. And yes, every single time I see a share and a side note, please make sure to tag us so we can reshare it. So everyone else also knows how amazing the podcast is. Because, you know, if, we, if they see 20 people sharing it, they're gonna be like, man, I cannot miss out on this episode. And once again, you all know we give real content and we keep it 100% real. So the more people that can be helped out, the more people that will succeed. So yeah, thank you so much. Keep Kyle happy. All right, now let's get motivated for Motivation Monday here. I'm going to start off fresh with my quote. Um, I don't know how much of a quote it is. I've heard it in a song. So I have this little playlist of songs. Um, If you want them, you can just Instagram me or message me on Instagram. I'll send them to you. Um, But it's just like little, one's called Beast Mode. One's called Lion Attitude. I always play it and Kyle gets mad because one just talks about being like a lion. And they're a little silly and a little like over-motivational. But they really get me fired up. It's just people like spitting, you know, like that you need to hustle, you need to, you need to grind. And- Here's the thing, like, does I'm sure a lot of people can relate. You know, when you're like just unfortunately not motivated, and it's just like another day, and then someone's like just so over the top. Like it's great, but then sometimes I'm like, oh man, not this again, dude. Like I don't want to listen to this. But that's that's the point is you gotta switch that mindset, you know, and just get fired up. Even if you're not motivated, switch that mindset. Yeah. I couldn't even relate. Like I've never not been, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Everyone, everyone it's ebbs and flows. And we've talked about this before, you know, motivation isn't a constant. So it's very important. You know, we've even really been encouraging our clients. We have literally like a million different mechanisms to keep people fired up and motivated. And lately I've been challenging them. I've been saying, Hey, you know, we have two podcast episodes, which everyone gets here for free, which is awesome. But for clients alone, we have announce it Monday where you announce your uh, goal to the group and everyone's going to hold you accountable. We have an exclusive live stream in our Facebook group where, you know, we go over a topic in extra detail. It's like a bonus episode, but you got to be there live. You get to interact, you get a comment, you get to have your questions answered right away live in the coaching context um we also have triumphant thursday where you share your win share how your goal is going we have a midweek check-in on wednesday for clients over email so you can write down your goals write down where you're going in the week we also have a friday video check-in where we go back and forth creating your perfect week really mapping out your blueprint to success and you know we have so many different mechanisms to hold people accountable we also with our coaching have unlimited form checks unlimited access to me and kyle so when you have a question you raise your hand and you're getting the support you 
you need. And, you know, a lot of other coaches are trying to get away from the personalization of the process. And although it is a lot of work and at any given point, you know, me and Kyle got a good amount of texts, you know, I drew, I truly believe that's how I help people succeed. And I want everyone to have every different version of accountability you know we dove right in to the psychology of everything and you know how it's going to work how we're going to keep you ingrained because by doing all these little things filling out your spreadsheet you're going to have so much discipline it's just going to provide motivation from taking these small actions from constantly having that visualization announcing things being accountable to a coach in a community it's just it's so valuable so case in point you know don't expect to be motivated always, you know, instead establish like a framework to maintain discipline, you know, accountability mechanisms, whether it's a challenge, whether it's listening to these episodes, whether it's, you know, listening to these silly hype music songs, you know, whatever the heck gets you going, you know, use that as like a little cheat code to get you fired up. Awesome, man. Very well said. I love it. Anyways, before my tangent, they were saying, if you want average results, continue giving average effort. And they expand on that. That's more so my quote. You get where that's going. Um, They expand to say, if you want your best results, give your best effort. It all comes down to one simple question. How bad do you want it? So I like that. being honest with yourself, you know, if you're tired of the same average results, the same, you know, circular nonsense where you, you diet during the week, you eat it all back on the weekend, you work out for a few weeks, you fall off, um, you know, you got to break that cycle. If you truly want to break it, you need to say, hey, I'm going to stop giving it this average effort. I'm going to make the commitment to myself to challenge myself, to apply myself, to see what I'm really made of and give it your all. And, you know, make sure you're not, you know, kind of missing anything if that makes sense and you know even for me my powerlifting meet got canceled which was too bad you know not the most fun but whatever but i'm actually pretty pumped i've been powerlifting now for six or seven months i'm going to continue strength training i think i'm going to work towards well i know a 405 bench i want to cross that one off i did my six plate squat so i'm really happy on that 585 and then i've deadlifted over 600 multiple multiple times but i feel like i'm missing that 405 bench but i'm really looking forward to you know shredding out a bit really improving my muscularity and improving my muscle density and just looking my absolute best. So I'm, I'm going all in there. You know, I'm going to start tracking my workouts again, the weights I'm using, being really diligent there, you know, being diligent as I have been on my fitness pal, using my spreadsheets um, and really just making sure I'm having every different mechanism of success, you know, really wrote out a really great program. And by having this framework, it makes my journey that much easier by having a lot of things, you know, working for me. Whereas if you just wing it and you're like, okay, here we go, uh, you're not going to see those results. So there's my tangent and my quote, hopefully fire someone up no very well said man you know i feel like a lot of people start their journey and i hate to say but it's like when you actually when it comes down to it you know they they get started they're super excited and like they just they don't want it and we always say like we can't want it more than you if you come into our coaching program if you if you actually like do you want the the success you want the results you're not just giving 20 percent effort it's literally insane like we've created a just a system that is 100% of the time going to work when you put in your best effort when you don't you know put in average efforts and just you know skip weeks here and there like it's just crazy but the first step is just wanting it and I uh, I really like that that was a really good quote Um, my quote for this week is you don't need more time you need more focus and uh, you know, one of my clients sent me this. Um, it's funny because a lot of times people just send quotes here and there because they know we're so into it. I uh, highly recommend doing that because you know you never know which uh, which one will be featured on this episode. Um, this was from my client Mike, but it's just a really good one. I just it got me thinking. I felt like it's something that I wanted to share with everyone. A lot of times, you know, when it comes down to it, we all have the same 24 hours within the day, same 168 hours within the week. You know, um, there's some people who can squeeze in everything, and a lot of times. I find myself even in the past just 
wasting time like very, very often. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, something I'm guilty of. I know a lot of people are guilty of it as well. And the truth is we just need more discipline. We need more focus. And it's just something I'm trying to double down in and, and just trying to get better at. And I think it's something that, you know, a lot of you, if you just double down and, and, and spend your time wisely, you're going to realize you don't need more time. You just need to focus a little bit more and use your time a bit more wisely. Very well said. And I think that brings us perfectly into our thoughts portion um, of what we're going on here. So I spent some time, you know, I realized I used to quite frequently, I would just read through blogs because, um, you know, certain blogs I like, there's a few that I like more than others. Um, you know, we used to read some on like success.com and, you know, six out of 10 of them, in my opinion, aren't going to be the greatest, but every here and there you can you come across something really valuable. And uh, in particular, I really saw a great, um, article about how uh, this one person felt really overworked and they would always say, I'm going to, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to start hustling. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to take it to the next level. And then eventually they came to the realization that, you know, it's not that they don't have the desire to do it, but they need to spend more time, you know, like preparing and preparing themselves mentally and sharpening their acts. So there's a famous quote by Abraham Lincoln saying, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. And what he means by that is, you know, they use the example of if you go up to someone and there's another quote and someone's trying to cut down a tree and you say, hey, you know, why don't you take a break and sharpen the axe? It'll make it a little easier for you. And they say, I have no time to sharpen my axe. I'm too busy cutting down this tree. Right. And a lot of us shoot ourselves in the foot by trying to do too many things, you know great example too is like I work with a lot of mothers mothers are amazing I have nothing but respect you know you're taking care of kids you're potentially a wife you're potentially a professional you're doing a million things and you know a lot of the time people will put their mental health and their physical health last and you know when people sign up for coaching they're just their whole world opens up because they start taking care of themselves they have more energy to be with their kids more energy to be a better professional more energy to invest in their relationships and you know it's so important before trying to do everything else that we actually take time to invest in the areas of ourselves to make ourselves our best so we can actually you know produce better and do more and be better but too many people try to jump over that step and just say ah whatever I'll, I'll work all night and I'll never sleep and then I'll get my stuff done like that's not realistic you really do need to spend time um, sharpening the different versions of your acts and uh, they use the example of four dimensions of your life to sharpen and they use the example of physical spiritual mental and social slash emotional and I thought that was an awesome way of looking at it and there's obviously a million different things but of course physical is a big one I tell so many people when you feel your best physically and you're active you have more energy you sleep better you you feel more dialed in, you feel less sore and achy. Uh, it's funny how working out hard and being, you know, muscle sore just feels way better than not working out and being sore. The very few times I don't work out for two or three days, I'm like, oh, I feel horrible. Like I feel stiff, things are cracking. Like it just does not feel right. It's funny that when you actually push yourself in the gym, you feel better, you feel more energy, you just feel more alive and it's such a great feeling. So you want to take care of that physical component. Um, then of course, you know, spiritual, whatever you can do there to feel some connectiveness, even being in nature, you know, feel Feeling like there's more than yourself is really valuable. Um, the mental side, you know, your self growth. Are you reading? Are you gratitude journaling? I got an amazing text this morning um, from my client. Let me pull it up. Do, do, do. Who texted me this? Victoria. Victoria signed up and she said, every day instead of looking at my phone, I've been gratitude journaling and I just feel incredible. And she's been crushing it. She's been crushing her physical too. And I can just tell she's like leveling up and leveling up. And it's just absolutely amazing. And then the last, of course, is social emotional. You know, making sure you're taking time to see friends, to be social as best as you can in these crazy times. And, you know, I just thought it was a really great example of, you know, looking at these big components before trying to do everything else and the importance of taking care of yourself. 
Unreal, man. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I've had quite a few clients as well who, once they actually start to realize, I, ca- I have to call them out here and there and be like, hey, you're, you're working for someone for like 50, 60 hours a week. How much time have you spent, you know, dedicated towards yourself? They're like, oh my gosh. They start calculating and they're like, maybe one. I'm like, there you go. Okay, so let's start focusing on yourself a little bit more. I think it's very important, especially once again, so much respect for mothers, fathers, you know, whoever it is, just everyone that's brothers, listening, sisters, brothers, sisters, anyone, you know, moms, everyone. Dads, everyone. But it's like, that's one small challenge for you to do is even look at your calendar, start planning for yourself first. I'm like, okay, so where's the me time? Where's like, where's my personal growth time and stuff? And you know, I think it's just very easy to get carried away. Like, one of my clients showed me her schedule and it's like just so much work for someone else like building their dreams. And then once I was like, listen, like you're more important than this. Like let's figure out your time. And that's the benefit of having a coach because we're not here to sugarcoat things. We're here to give you the real raw answer of how you can become better and not just build someone else's life and, you know, neglect yourself because, you know, at the end of the day, you're the most important person you know, and, and your kids need you and your family needs you and your parents need, need you. Everyone needs you. So yeah, sharpen that ax, sharpen the saw, sharpen whatever it is you're going to be using. It's the most important thing you'll have for the rest of your life. That's awesome. Yeah. So just a quick thought, you got anything else to add? No, I like it, man. It's uh, it's actually that, that came, you said sharpen the ax, which is cool. It's the seventh habit. Um, sharpen the saw is that what they used in the um, seven habits of highly effective people but it's just such a cool concept it's something that that's actually what the article it's funny you mentioned that they were going through the seven habits and their importance and he was expanding on it so that is a really good book you know probably one of the best in my top five of something that anyone should read if you're into personal growth and self-development a lot of things we even go go back and forth on like when we talk about fitness is like being proactive that's like the number one habit beginning with the end in mind is something we've talked about like probably about five to 10 times in this podcast in terms of like goal setting and stuff like these are the seven habits if you really you know dive into it will help you succeed uh, and just have you know major wins for the rest of your life so yeah awesome Awesome. so next up i have my client shout out i'm going to be shouting out my client laura and i love this transformation for so many reasons and you know i was just on the uh, the phone with one of my clients and i was saying Everyone moves at different levels. You know, too many of us want to get everything done right away. Or we look at someone who went, wow, they they did this much in this little time. Why aren't I doing that? But you have to understand your own person. We all move at different levels. It's like education. You know, some people, it comes very natural. Some people have to work a little bit harder. Like there's nothing wrong. You just have to play off your current situation. And, you know, Laura signed up and she said, hey, is this going to work if like I'm on vacation for most of the time? And, you know, I want to still go out to dinners and have a social life and, you know, enjoy some wine, all these great things. Things. I said, absolutely, because me and Kyle and our coaching, our goal is to be the last fitness professional you ever hire. We want to teach you the foundations of how to maximize your movement, which is, you know, your working out as well as your, you know, cardio, all these great things, um, your nutrition. So that's going to encompass, you know, all of your eating, drinking, social lives, you know, do you do cheat meal, this and that. We want to teach you how to eat in a way that's going to pay dividends for the rest of your life and continue to help you improve. And then we also want to help you maximize your accountability, your discipline, and all these great things and you know that's why i'd rather you come in learn these skills you know see the progress and you know move forward as opposed to just do everything perfect have it be unrealistic and not be able to continue to do that for the rest of your life because that's not going to work you know if you 
do a nice 90-day transformation, you look incredible, and you just default all back to your old habits, you're going to end up looking like your old self. But if you come in, and even if you're working at you know 40% of your absolute potential, but that's 40% better than you did before, and you keep doing that for the rest of your life, you're just going to continue to look better and better and better. And you know, with her text, she said, look at this crazy difference. I'm in awe. I really appreciate everything and all your help with this. It really got me on the right path, and I'm extremely grateful. Even though I know my progress could have been even better because of all my vacation times and night out at dinner, I really appreciate how much progress I can see. It makes me want to work even harder now. And that's what it's all about. Like she still had an amazing social life. She was still on vacation, but she was still progress progressing. So many people want to try and put it off in their head. Oh, once my kids are a little older. Oh, once I'm through this vacation. Oh, after the holidays, don't worry. I'm going to be on my grind. It's not realistic. Like if you actually want to see change and truly in your health, you want to see change right from what I'm saying this now, you're going to start saying, okay, this is enough. I'm getting to it. doesn't matter if you got a cookout on the weekend or if it's someone's birthday, whatever it is, you need to take that time to take that action now because there's something you need to do lifelong and it, everyone's going to be a different level. Some people are more hardcore. You know, I like to work out five or six times a week. I like to be pretty intense with my nutrition. Maybe you don't, there's nothing wrong with that, but you need to do and work at your level where you're still going to see progress and get better and feel your best. Um, and you just need to really discover what that is. And me and Kyle would love to help you do that. Uh, so if you're interested in coaching, you can definitely just message us on Instagram saying I'm interested. Uh, we'll give you more information about that and see if you're a great fit for our program. Yeah, honestly, that's very well said. And it was so cool when Josh showed me the transformation as well. I'm like, man, that was on vacation. Like, what the heck? Like, you could see the tan, obviously. But um, I think it's just really cool. And a lot of times, you know, we hear so many, hey, uh, you know, I've gone away for a bit. And now I'm like 10 pounds heavier, like 15 pounds heavier. Like, it just, it just, the way we structure things is just to help you be able to succeed for the rest of your life. Like, I, I tell people, when you sign up with me for, for 90 days, uh, whatever it is that we can, you know, come up with for the best option for you, this isn't just for the next 90 days. This is for the next 90 years. You know, obviously, that's a bit of a push, you know, who knows like if you're going to live, but I say, listen, if you follow the program, I can't promise you're going to live past a hundred, but for the next 50, 60, 70 years, like these principles should be able to be replicated every single time you go on a vacation. Like I think the worst thing, and I hear this so often is, oh my gosh, I went on a trip and now I'm back to where I started or, and it does like look at look at Laura for example. She was able to not only maintain but like get so much better. Yeah, if you go to her Instagram, look yeah. how much her stomach tightened up. Usually after vacation, most people balloon out, uh, you know, and they look their stomach does not look good. But to be able to tighten up your stomach and still have fun. Yeah. It's These crazy. principles are just you you can replicate it every you should be able to replicate it for every holiday, for every trip. Like most people just go on this like crazy, insane thirty day quick fix and then that's it. It's it, nothing else happens. But these principles, these these rules, these um, you know uh, guidelines that we set up for you are things that you're going to be able to incorporate for the next um, whenever. Like every single day, every every day that it gets tough. Like it's just really good job, Laura. And uh, you know, if you want to work with us, definitely send us a message. Um, we are looking for a couple more people to transform. We're only looking for success stories, uh, and we want you to be the next one. Awesome. So we're going to jump right into the, the questions for Motivation Monday here. Yeah, I, was, I mail. It, yeah, I was about to say we're going to grab them from the mailbag, but yeah. it's not Mailbox Monday anymore. From the DMs. From the DM DMs. Monday. 
DM that could Monday. work too. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So first question, I get this question a million times, um, and I just thought it was really appropriate to address it here. So how does calories in versus calories out work? If I eat 3,000 calories and burn 4,000 calories on my fitness tractor, shouldn't I be losing weight already? And I've got this a million different ways, you know, especially people that are eating 1,200 to 1,400 calories and they're burning 2,600. They're like, why am I not shredding crazy weight? Like, you know, it should make sense. Pounds like, you know, 3,600-ish so calories, something like that. So after three days, I should, so I should be losing two pounds a week. And it's like, whoa, 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 let's, let's take a big step back. So calories in, calories out, definitely 100% is an accurate thing. It's definitely 100% a thing and it's very true, right? What you, and, but this is, like the difference is it's the true amount you burn versus the true amount you intake. It's not your perceived amount. Yep. Trackers are awesome. I love my tracker to death. It's a ton of fun. Um, but you know, studies have shown fitness trackers will overestimate your actual burn by 30 to a hundred percent. So you have to understand that's a huge window, a huge window of inaccuracy. So does that mean you should throw out your tracker and, you know, get really upset? No, like if it's inaccurate, at least it's accurate to itself. And I normally, I think burn like 4,500 or something calories on my track or I don't know, something like that. Um, I'm definitely not burning that much because I'm still only in taking 3,400 and I'm, you know, losing at a very small deficit. So, you know, the actual numericals wouldn't work up, but I see so many people doing all the calculations, trying to figure it out. I burn this much. Uh, you just have to understand it's not hundred percent accurate. It's inaccurate to itself, but you can still use that as a gauge. If generally I'm burning over 4,000 and then one day I burn 1,000, I might need to get out there and move a little bit more. You know, I might want to try to create a little bit more of a balance. And, you know, I've gone in more and more, especially with new clients. I've been experimenting a lot with having them track their steps because I think it's a very important thing to regulate activity because although steps aren't the be all end all, if you're doing 1000 one day, 20 the next, and then 1000 the rest of the week, I have an idea of where you're at, you know, and I have an idea that we can regulate that movement more. And by regulating that output, it really can help us when we're regulating our input, which is, you know, calories, proteins, carbs, fats, and fibers to really maximize your results. So um, it is an exact science, but it isn't an exact science in how we do it. And just the same, most studies have showed, even when we track our calories, uh, we tend to underestimate how much we eat by about 30% most people. And everyone's window is going to be different. You know, hopefully as you become more advanced, I'd like to say I'm more accurate than that. Doing things like weighing your food not just eyeballing you know trying to cook your foods it's not always realistic um, but that will help you out within this journey so just something to think about because it is a question we're asked very very frequently i i hope i did a good job articulating that that was really well said um even myself i'm looking at a, pa uh, a client's um spreadsheet and she liked to include on like the she added an extra column total calories burned from the apple watch right and it's saying for each day it's like 4400 4700 like she walked a lot she was getting like 20,000 steps but we all know like you're it's not this is not accurate but the cool thing and like josh was saying as well and these are um things that we need to consider such as even like a inaccurate body fat thing is um measurement tool is that once again, while it is inaccurate and we know it's not, you know, 100% there, um, it's it's one of those things that it's going to be accurate to itself, right? Even if it's like, you know, a measurement tool that isn't, it's like the, the way, what I'm trying to get across is that um, she knows like if she goes down to 2000, something's off, like it's not the normal day, right? So it's still good to look at these things, but just know that it's not going to be something like if, if you really do those calculations, you're going to be highly misguided, but you can still use it to keep track of your own progress within itself. And, um, even like Josh said, like, I think if there's one thing 
that someone can instantly do better to get way better results is to really dial in that tracking because it has been proven once again that mm-hmm. calories in versus calories out is going to be the formula if you're looking to lose weight which or, or tighten up which a lot of people are um, but I find like I've had some clients once they finally ordered that scale they were automatically um, realizing they were overeating by 400 calories. Now, 400 calories a day is enough to take you out of that deficit, which will hinder your progress for sure. So if you do like one thing for the next little while, it's just really spend time. And I've had people, um, Josh and myself are so good at this. And, you know, uh, it, it's obviously been a skill we've had to do for the past seven, eight years. But if you look at something, it's like, oh, I know exactly what's in here. But most people, if you ask them, so what do you actually think is in this for calories wise? And they're going they're they're gonna highly um they're just gonna everyone's gonna assume it's way less than it actually is but we know the sauces the oils like i just i know a lot of people are doing this incorrectly and um you know this is the one thing you can definitely incorporate to get better results long term and i'm gonna spit some fire i'm gonna have real talk with everyone and everyone needs to be honest about this stop logging things how you wish they were and start yes, logging them it. as they are yeah at the end of the day i can be like oh this is this is a pretty small banana i'll log it a small and i know it's a huge banana i'm only hurting myself right or i've been there i'm guilty for sure yeah. i have 300 calories left i'm like i have this massive thing i'm like yeah it was about 250 yeah we'll, we'll fit it in and but, you know a lot it, it can be tempting to want to fit your numbers but it's better to be honest like if you got to log things as they are weigh things you know be truly accurate you know if you're eating out overestimate just a touch right um, don't just say, oh, it's only 10 almonds. I shouldn't really count it. Like you're going to get hit by that, you know, 50 calories here, 60 there, that could be tons and tons of calories throughout the day. And by making that one change, you will see way better results. Um, you know, even including things like condiments, we're a big fan of, you know, law, if you're having mayonnaise, put it on there. If you're having cream in your coffee, you need to put it there. These things add up so much more than you know, oil when you cook. And that's why a lot of people are, you know, 30% underestimating what they're eating. And it makes it a lot of a tougher time to kind of calculate where you're really at. And, you know, to throw a wrench in everything, um, we really recommend a lot of people ask us probably after this episode, what app should I start using? Use my fitness pal. Don't pay for the premium. It's more or less a ripoff. Um, you know, we've been using it for a while. They've got a really big database. It's great to start out. They'll help you with some calculations. Um, I don't recommend that side of it too much. I just prefer to use it as a diary um, for my foods. It's very valuable there. But this is what amazes people is my fitness pal, a lot of the data is peer reviewed. So if I search um, Kyle owns a burger shop and I search Kyle's burgers burger, Kyle entered it in there. But Kyle doesn't care. He's just told the log is calories. So it's zero carbs, zero fat, zero protein. It can really mess up your actual total intake for the day. And a lot of people will only do like calories or only do proteins. And it can be very inaccurate with your data. So as a bonus for our coaching clients, and we get asked this question a lot, we have our spreadsheet auto calculate your calories because if there's a big discrepancy and there's like a 300, 400, 500 gap, it's because a lot of those foods don't actually contain the right amount of macronutrients or they contain the complete wrong amount. Um, I had one one client page shout out to page she said like she, and she was eating protein you go we got her on high protein right now and she goes you're not gonna believe this josh this is very embarrassing so i just found out when looking back that i was locking a chicken breast that contained no protein oh man and i was like oh you poor thing like she was eating all this chicken working so hard to get her protein up and it they had it listed as zero protein which is ridiculous so you kind of got to dig in there and i know we're making it seem like it's this crazy tedious thing and i'm a busy professional i do i can't log you know i know a million people are thinking that it's five minutes of your day like if you care about your health 
you know, just pause the Netflix five minutes early, you know, log it at night. If you want to make it even easier, do five minutes in the morning, you know, do it while you're on the toilet. Whatever I was about to say that. Yeah, whatever you want. Like, there's <laughs> really like, no excuse. I'd say it takes me maybe a minute a day. Yeah, two it min- takes me yeah, up to two. Yeah, one to two minutes. Yeah, yeah. and you can hack it. Like, I, I eat probably like 10 different meals on rotation. It's how I am. There's always going to be different things too. But, you know, I have them preset as meals. Um, I get like if I go to Blaze Pizza, which is like a build your own kind of somewhat healthier pizza place i got it pre-recorded i know exactly what's in it i know how i get my chipotle bowl i know all these little things and it just makes it a lot easier and another great bonus tip while we're on it is log by ingredient if you can help it if i go to kyle's burgers um instead of just putting medium burger um you're not going to get the most detail um do it by ingredient i'll let kyle take over here but our shawarma example i think is a good example yeah it's just here's the thing is while a lot of people like oh it doesn't really matter it's like the truth is, if you really are serious about this and you're trying to get to that next level, like you can tell yourself, "Oh, I'm not going to track anything," and you're gonna tell, you're gonna just believe what, like, it, it's it's just it's not going to work out. You're just going to try to, you know, convince yourself that everything's within range and everything's good. But you know, even for for us now, because we go to shawarma consistently every uh, couple of days, we go to burrito bowl every, every podcast every, day. Every yeah, Wednesday. every podcast day. Yeah, we get a sh- chicken shawarma once a week um, on Wednesdays, and it's just, it takes two seconds. If I see the guy tossing on more chicken, I'll bump up the ratio a little bit more. If he puts less chicken, which I'll, you know, not like him for, I'll bump it down a little bit more. I'll probably ask him for more chicken. Um, but the point is that we just, each ingredient, it makes a big difference, right? If you just log a chicken shawarma, it's just going to be so random. And while even yes, hundred percent, Josh and I aren't going to have a scale there to be like, Hey man, can you put this on here? At least it'll be a hundred percent or at least, you know, way more accurate than um, by putting each ingredient. You know, I'll put the lettuce, I'll put the parsley, I'll put the, um, just everything. And it's just, it's so much better. I remember back in the day, uh, you know, we couldn't figure it out. We kept just logging a shawarma. And then like there was one phase where um, when we were cutting for a show, uh, I just, I could not like lose weight. And we were having this every single day. And I I remember this wasn't all, this wasn't a hundred percent the issue, but I know for a fact I was highly underestimating how many calories was in it and once i started logging it as more it's like oh wow i'm finally down like i'm losing i'm in a deficit right so little things do add up and one other thing i just wanted to add because i've been guilty of this is like in the past i remember let's say i'm having um 2500 calories i would not put it into my fitness pal or into the spreadsheet because uh, i knew other people were looking right so we had our clients on my fitness pal we've got some you know i have josh on my fitness pal and i used to be guilty because i'm like oh I don't want it to show red. I don't want it to like light up and just show that I had a bad day. Like, but I've learned to just accept it. If I'm over two or 300 calories, I input it in there and life goes on. Right. And a lot of clients may be thinking the same thing. They're like, Oh, you know what? Um, just, Hey, if you're a client, if you're someone who's actually serious about this, log it in there. I'd rather you say, Hey, I messed up or I didn't, I just went over a little bit more instead of saying, yep, everything's perfect. Don't know why I'm not losing weight. Um, but I did everything perfect. It's like, no, just be honest with yourself, put it in there, um, accept it and life goes on and you'll definitely see way better results. Yeah. And you know, as I said earlier, I'm going to revert back to this. If you want average results, continue giving average effort. You know, you can just say, ah, this is good enough or I don't need to track this, but it's going to shoot you in the foot. 
but in the shawarma example, you know, if you search chicken shawarma, the one that comes up is about 520 calories. Yeah. Uh, me and Kyle calculated out from the place we go. And if you get sauce, this is with us getting no sauces aside from hummus. I have it as 844 cal, 49 protein, 79 carb, 39 fat. So as you can see, it's just about nearly double um, what the traditional one says. And by going by ingredient, you're going to get the most accurate measure. You know, you see them building it out. Um, you know, you can do your best job is the case in point. But those are just some fun logging hacks. I don't think we've talked about it for a while. No, so we haven't. It was really cool to get to that. And I also wanted to talk about, um, you know, is a calorie a calorie? Are some calories better than others? Like if Kyle eats 100 calories of a Big Mac and I eat 100 calories of salad, am I going to lose more weight? So the simple answer is no. Obviously, it gets nuanced in the sense of how you feel. And I saw an excellent example because basically they have the same worth. You know, people have done studies where they've lost weight eating only McDonald's, eating horrible, empty foods. Obviously, you want to stay away from trans fat for your just general health. But in general, you could theoretically eat horrible and still look great aesthetically. But the example I really like that this one, um, you know, molecular, he's a pro, he, he's got his PhD in protein sciences. He said his, the greatest example I heard was he said, it's like a dollar is a dollar, no matter what. If Kyle got the dollar from doing whatever the heck, and I got a dollar from doing whatever the heck, um, a dollar could just be used better. Like if Kyle goes and invests his dollar in a track hawk, it's a depreciating asset, right? It's a car that's going to potentially lose money. Come and on. then... <laughs> I invest my dollar in something that. that will grow, right? Um, that dollar is better used. So it's like when you eat healthy, more nourishing food, it's going to help you stick to your diet better. It's going to help your diet adherence. It's going to give you more energy, but it inherently isn't going to change your composition any differently. It's still being spent the same. It just could have more benefit past the initial point. Um, and I just thought that was a great way of looking at it. Yeah, that's super well said. Honestly, just... A lot of people think, oh yeah, I don't know. People just overcomplicate it. But the truth is that it's just, if I'm going to have that bowl of broccoli, chicken and rice, while yes, it gets thrown around a lot, it's just going to do so many better things for you. And it's just, you know, that's why we like 80, 20. Yeah. That's why the 80, 20 rule is what's worked best for us. What works best for everybody. If you're doing like a 20, 80 diet where it's like 20%, you know, um, healthy whole foods and then 80% crappy foods, it's like. You're just not going to feel well. You're going to want to overeat because you're not getting enough fiber, not getting enough protein. You're not getting enough filling food. So you really have to just dial it down and figure out what works best for you. But like the truth is that it just it drives me nuts when people are like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like in terms of like overall weight loss, they're like, oh, you know, um, yeah, 500 calories of a salad versus 500 calories of a Big Mac. Like it, it will make a big difference in your overall weight loss. The only thing it'll make the difference in is once again, the, the food volume, the density, the way it makes you feel. But in terms of actual being in a deficit, it doesn't really matter as much aside from those other things that we were talking about. But yeah, just use it wisely. I just also want to encourage people not to be like, oh, I have uh, 300 calories left and because the rest of my calories are carbs. I'm going to have Skittles. It's like, is that really the best option for you? I know if it fits your macros, um, which is, you know, flexible dieting, a lot of people kind of get into that trap, but I just, I don't really encourage doing that as well. You just kind of have to find a fine line. What makes you feel good? What makes you perform good? And just, uh, you know, go from there. Yeah. Flexible or if it fits your macros is kind of the fun term everyone used because it's like, Ooh, I can fit ice cream and three scoops of protein in my macros and I'll hit them. And then people start to get away from that because they're like, isn't, aren't we doing this to get healthy, like to be our best? Like it shouldn't just be how much crap can I fit? It's like with my budget, like how much, you know, bling and swag can I load up on? You know, it's like, eh, it's not going to benefit you long term, right? So that's why there was kind of the pivot 
uh, to flexible dieting. And I like that term a lot because you're giving yourself the flexibility. I try to eat healthy, nourishing, great foods. Um, but then someone goes, hey, you want to go to this incredible, delicious restaurant um, with all these things? And it's like, I'd love to because I can be flexible with the foods I have. I can enjoy that and still be on track to my goals, which is just a much better way of looking at it. And instead of saying, you know, demonizing certain foods, having food restrictions, you can still enjoy those foods within reason, implement them in. And it's just a long term way of looking at nutrition that will, you know, really pay off. So that's why we do prefer that term and why it's so beneficial. Awesome. But, but we're going to end that there. Thank you so much for listening. This was a really fun one. Definitely spit some high-level knowledge at everyone today. Uh, we're trying to do a little bit of a balance. Um, you know, If you're new to fitness and this can be a little overwhelming, uh, dig back in some of the earlier episodes and just stay with us. You know, Even though some of this might seem a little bit more high-end stuff or a little bit more advanced, by listening to these episodes, your fitness knowledge is going to be incredible. You know, People I work with that are like, I've listened to all your episodes or half your episodes, they already know exactly what's going on. You know, they go right to work. They're they're they don't believe in any of those myths. You know, you know what's going on. So you'll do yourself wonders by continuing to listen. And if you love this episode, please share it uh, to your Instagram story. That means the world. And put the hashtag Keep Kyle Happy in there because we got to keep Kyle as happy as possible. And then this is a big one. I got a big ask. I need thirteen people. 13 incredible people who have not left a review. Please leave a review because we're at 187 ratings uh, for our podcast. And we had a goal of 200 by the end of the year. Looks like we're going to blow through that. But let's see if we can get 200 by the end of October, you know, because me and Kyle set some big goals. So we need 13 of you. If you haven't done it yet, it really does mean the world. To leave a review, you just need an Apple device. You can only leave reviews on Apple. So if you're listening on Spotify, we might have to ask your help. Uh, If you have an iPhone, an iPad, a MacBook Pro, just go to Apple. Store, download the podcasting app, search the Fit Healthy Happy podcast, leave us that star rating, and write up a little write. We read every single one of them, and it means the world. So, real quick, shout out to Big Mike, um, Mickey GR, Rockstar, Angela Scarlett, Aaron Pampo, Haya eight eight three eight three hundred. I don't know Lauren Leanne and everyone else. Those are yes. just the most recent ones. Shout out to you. Um, please step up, help us out. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.